yes. Oh, yes. Hey, I forgot to do the date yesterday, I think, when we opened the podcast, and I had no idea what, what day and date it was all day, which is weird for me. That means you're an American. I know. I know. Uh, it is Thursday, April 30th, the final day of this week. No, of this month. And I think with each day we can rip off the calendar of this year. People are happy about that. Um, I'm happy you've found us here on the podcast, Tarek Chase and Floyd. And I think our friend Alex will be joining us. And I have haphazardly put together a throwback Thursday. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, so uh, a couple of things right off the bat here. And again, I don't say this to brag or whatever. Uh, I'm just putting information out there. Um, so I got my 1200 today as the as the IRS said, it would put it in today. So that that's nice. Yay. Um, and I spoke to uh, to Lynn down down the hallway at K100. So she's been uh, like we're all we have all these rolling furloughs, and I I was stunned. So she was out last week, and she hopped onto the unemployment website, and she got through. She got paid, and she got the 600. It must I, be I, nice. <laughs> I, I know, I know. And I, she said her other daughter, who was one of the early people to get laid off, is enduring what you're going through, waiting, 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 pending, 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 and then boom, she got that big wad of cash. But which, which is what I'm expecting. Um, but the Lynn stuff was like totally stunning to me. You'd almost think that she went through some like non-pandemic website. <laughs> I I could not believe it. I mean, it's great news, but wow. Yeah, one day you'll get yours. I'm yeah, yeah okay. One day, they, <laughs> okay. Do, do you, you really, say so? Do you really think you're not going to get it? At this point, you, you, it's when you are in the position that I am and many other Americans is. At some point, you just you're just like okay, if it happens, it happens. Because you go through these emotions of excitement because you're like, okay, I'm not going to fall too far behind on everything. And then week two, you're like, okay, they've already said they're like two weeks behind. All right. Well, this is week five for me, so. I have no doubt. You, <laughs> if you... shit happens, it happens. I'm, I, I've i given up, so. And I'm just being honest, and I know I'm not the only one, so. I'll keep doing the motions like everyone else is Please. doing and everyone tells me to, but. I have no six hundred dollars in my account, nor do I have the bare minimum they're the allowing you for unemployment. So yeah, I, I have no doubt that if, if everything, if all the boxes are checked, that you will get a big wad of cash at some point. So yeah, I mean, my mom said like if you were denied, they would have told you or something. But everyone still, if it happens, it happens. I don't even want to talk about it anymore because it's so frustrating. Like I called yeah, again yeah. yesterday. And was on hold for another three hours. I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Sorry to be cussing so early in the morning. That's just how I felt. Are you dressed? Feel. I, I am. I got my Britney t-shirt on today and I got some undies on. Yep. It is a it is a throwback Thursday. So <laughs> rock the Britney. I played Oops. Uh, I did it again earlier. Alex is texting me. Yeah. Hop on. We're in. Um that I want to check off as we started here. Uh, uh, all the stuff that we we talked about yesterday. Did uh, well? Uh, did you uh, did you watch the Mortal Kombat movie? No, I did nothing yesterday. Yesterday was Moody Floyd Day. 
I had it Monday. It's fine. You seemed fine when we were chatting like at 6 o'clock last night. Yeah, I'm good. It's just another day, another migraine, <laughs> as Squidward would say. And you have your doctor's appointment today. Yep. That'll be a good time. Yep, he's just going to tell me I'm fat. <laughs> I'm all ready. You and everybody else. No one's, yep. no one's health is improving uh, amid all of this. Um, let me... I was waiting for Alex to hop on, but let me give you this because I saw you. I knew you were excited about it, and so let me just play this. And I gotta, I gotta feed you back to yourself here for a second. Sit tight. Hips tick tock when I dance. On that demon time, she might start her OnlyFans. Big B and that B stand for bands. If you wanna see some real ass, baby, here's your chance. I say left cheek, right cheek, drop it low and swing. Texas up in this thing, put you up on this game. I be parking my friend. Gang, 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 gang. You don't jump to put jeans on, baby. You don't feel my pain. Please don't give me hype. Write my name in ice. Can't argue with these lazy bitches. I just raise my price. I'm a boss. I'm a leader. I pull up in my two-seater. And my mama was a savage. Got this shit from Tina. Tina. Sorry. I love that verse. So she didn't have to hurt us so hard, you guys. I was like, oh, my God. Who made her mad? Good morning, Alex. <laughs> Hi. Uh, Floyd, you know, I... I think I think Beyonce's fine, but I, you know I think she's a little overrated. But that is a big bang level verse. Listen, <laughs> it, it it is like it it is the it is the remix and the collaboration we need. Because remember when um, Rihanna did that brief whatever that hook she did in that one guy song, and we were like, "Ooh, Rihanna, no, 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 no." Oh. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't even worthy of us speaking of it again right now. But like, I'm not comparing. <laughs> like, I'm not comparing. But like, in a in the time that we are, and like artists are literally just doing like online stuff and stuff by themselves. It was actually refreshing to hear like another artist. And I don't even care if it was just Beyonce, but it was just like she went so hard that I was like, damn. Like that verse where she said, "If you don't jump into these jeans, oh man, I feel that pain, bitch." Yes, I have one gripe. I've one. That's my that that one lyric is my only gripe about how incredibly Big Bang level that that whole verse is on, on the song <laughs> because she shouldn't be telling anybody to do anything with jeans at this point in life. You know that's what? True. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no one's getting back into their jeans at this point in time. Alex, good morning. <laughs> hey. Did you guys forget about me? Uh, no, we we just get go. We're we're very lax here. We just get going, and uh, um, and you're welcome to join us. Yeah, this is this is all is. I'm sure Bethany will text me later and go. Do we have a podcast tomorrow, little one? We always have a podcast. I got up early and got my tea ready. I was ready to go. Oh, not me. I just woke up five minutes ago. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is our daily thing, you guys, and I'm glad we're we're keeping it going because it keeps me. Keeps me p- pretty straight as I've wobbled like many people. I'm like two weeks. I'm on a two week delay on everybody's feelings and emotions with all of this. Um, I literally was like, "Is it Thursday? It's Thursday, right? I think it's Thursday." Yes. <laughs> yesterday, uh, I I was just telling Floyd as we started. I didn't do the date when when I opened the podcast yesterday, and I was telling my friend yesterday. I'm like, "Yeah, the, the, the IRS is supposed to deposit that money on the 30th." She's like, "Oh, that's tomorrow," and I had no, like I had no concept of day, date, and time. Oh, so it I, is. Yeah, today's the third. Today's the last day of April. Oh, well, tomorrow's gonna be May. It's gonna be May. Um, back to the Beyonce thing, and then we'll dive into the uh, in, into the meaty topics. Um, okay. be, so I, I didn't have a Throwback Thursday theme at all. I've been stuck. I was just gonna do like a potpourri. I was gonna throw a bunch of stuff, 
at the wall. But we'll we'll go with some inspiration by Beyonce. We will do pop songs with with features, which is okay. pretty, which is pretty mm-hmm. easy to find. Um, so we'll, we'll that'll be the theme for Throwback Thursday. I'm ready. Yes. Yeah. Some songs. I'm we, ready. Some songs we've done before. I've added a couple, but it'll be a good time. We'll we'll get to that near the end of the podcast. Um, instead, we'll come back to the mask stuff because I'm sure we're all on the same side of that. Alex, I want your thoughts. And Floyd and I talked about this briefly yesterday. Universal uh, is going to get boycotted by. Mm. AMC, which is on the cusp of bankruptcy, and now a second theater chain, also not here. Regal is saying they're not gonna, um, they're not gonna put Universal movies in their theaters. And you wanted to talk about this, so let's go. I mean, I, I, so I don't know what like side of the argument most people are on, but I feel like Regal and AMC are being real bitches right now. Like, <laughs> is, is it, does Universal not have the right to do whatever the fuck they want? Like, if they say that they now want to have an option for in theater and out of theater, like, what's the problem? I understand that, you know, that could, that could affect the business of AMC theaters and Regal theaters and whatever agreements they already have in place. I feel like they should honor those. But like beyond that, it's their business to do with what they fucking please. Like what's wrong with these people? I'm like, how, what kind of hissy fit are you having? Yeah, this is, (laughs) this is not the time. And and I saw, you might've seen Justin tweeting about this. We know he's a a big movie wonk and he knows some of the, the back end of these things. And he, he agrees with, you know, you, Alex, and, and myself, like, I just, I'm baffled. I don't understand it. As AMC is about to go into bankruptcy, you're going to, like, take a bazooka to your nose to, to spite it, your your face. It doesn't make sense. And especially during these times, we, we get it. There's a pandemic. It was a kid's movie while parents are desperately trying to find something to do with kids. It wasn't like a mega blockbuster it's almost like they want to shoot their foot off just so they can go out of business. I, I don't get it at all. I, I mean, it, it was just when I saw that, I was like, are they kidding? Like, are they are you serious? Like they they made a decision based on their own business and you're going to send them a letter, like an angry letter. I'm like, what what is this? And to be honest, I wasn't mad at like we watched The Invisible Man here in like March and I wasn't mad at the fact that I got to watch that in my house and not spend $40 on popcorn and Coke and, you know, a $20 ticket. Like, I was not upset with that, but I'm still, like, loyal to the movies. Like, I will still go see the big stuff in the movies. But if I have an option to do it in the comfort of my own home also, I'm going to do it. Yeah, it's almost like a, a, a Universal could say. And I, and I think they're... Like the movies that people reference with them, the Fast and Furious movies, maybe yeah. the Wonder Woman types, they could yeah. simply go, fine, we'll we'll do the on-demand model for, for things and we don't need you. And, and I just don't get this as AMC is is nearing bankruptcy. It was, <laughs> and, and, the, and the guy that released, Alex, it sounds like you read the release. The guy seemingly doubled down too. He's like, and this isn't some veiled threat. We mean it. Like, wh- what's wrong with you? I don't, who, like, was, was this guy on like a, an executive board or something. I want to say he was, he was like some kind of chair or something like that. And I'm just like, again, this is ridiculous. And now I didn't know that Regal is jumping in the game too. Yeah. So I'm just like, what, what, (laughs) 
this is ridiculous. It's like it's like Walmart going, unless you make at least $75,000, you can't come into our store, which basically means you can never have customers ever again at Walmart. <laughs> I just don't get it. I just... I just... They, they look, they, I don't know the story. I'm just from hearing from you guys. They look and sound stupid and ignorant and very selfish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's un- like, Universal, Universal put trolls uh, at video on demand or pay on demand. Which makes sense. Right, because uh-huh. it's a kid's movie, um, and it made a, a shit ton of money. And re, uh, AMC was pissed off that they did this, and they're going to boycott and keep out Universal movies from their theaters. It would be, it would be. That, that's like, that's like, that's like me, even though I'm going through my financial situation, me never paying my electric bill. And when they turn it off, I get mad. Yeah. Like, girl. Or George, this, or George is, is going. ridiculous. Or George is saying, we're not, we're, we're not going to be gay friendly anymore. In fact, you know what? We're not even going to have alcohol. Well, then why the fuck are you open? Right, right. Yeah, right. it, it's a, it, it's baffling. And I'm waiting for someone much smarter than me to, to chime in on this and why this makes some kind of sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for that too because they're clearly proving that they're not in it for the films and the movies and the enjoyment of people because they're worried, obviously they're worried about their own pockets and their own business when it's like, can you imagine how many more people are going to now have access to be able to see this movie? The parents who never get to go to the movies because they're watching their kids. The older people who don't go to the movies. I have friends who are afraid to go to the movies and can now see things if this is an option. Like, buzz off. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll start us with this. Floyd's been adamant about this for days. And I'll just simply say, well, actually, I have a theory. I didn't understand why there was so much heated debate over masks. Because it, 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 it really uh. seems like a small inconvenience uh. and, and actually gets us back to some normalcy. And my theory as to why it got so heated is because people are just fatigued and weary and want to get back to normal. But I am... Surprised at the level of decibels this debate got. Listen, so yesterday on my Facebook, and I'm not even going to say this girl out. I'm pretty sure she deleted me. So I guess Menards in other parts of the country have been opening up, and Mm -hmm. if you and then they're one of the businesses that require you to have a mask. It's protection for everyone, not just your rights. But anyway, so I digress. So I guess if at Menards in some places, and I'm sure we'll have it here too, if you don't have a mask, you can buy one at like the service desk for a dollar. So we do have that. I think Menards has been open the whole time, and and, and yes, yeah. we had it here. This yeah. woman, this woman, Eric, you know who I am. Well, you know who it is. Is I it Double you. M? Is it mm-hmm. M squared? Absolutely. Oh, God, I so, know who that is. So she went on this tangent. She goes, well, if you're going to require me to wear a mask, why do I have to pay for it? I said... Girl, it's like you going to a surgeon and getting cut open. But you know what? He decides he doesn't want to wear gloves and a mask. And guess what? Now you're infected. Like, you're really bitching about a dollar? And no shade. I don't think you've ever been to a Menards a day in your life. So why do you right. even care? But I, yeah, she went, She was going off yesterday. And I was just like, you know what? And I said what I said. And then she copped an attitude. And you know, you know what I did? I said unfollow notification, and I ain't seen no more updates for her for the rest of the day. So I'm pretty sure I've been bamboozled and gone. A girl on my Facebook page, maybe on yours too, I think she's a listener, deleted her comments. It was getting so out of hand on on a, on a thread that I have. And I, 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 it's such a small inconvenience. We've learned that, <laughs> we've learned that it, it's not for you, it's for others. And, and some people are just 
blind to the science and ignorant and, and don't and don't care. I do wonder, here's what I'd like to know. For the people that didn't want to be told to wear one, were you going to wear one anyway because of what we know? <laughs> Probably and not, but not. like but how long are you inside Menards? Right. Is this like this fifteen minute inconvenience? It's not it, a go, Alex, sorry. Alex? I mean, I feel you're right. Like, I think that there's going to, there's a population, there's a percentage of our population that is probably now not going to wear a mask because they're being told that they need to. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? So it's like they're just that natural, like, defiance is just coming out in them where I was like, well, no, I'm not going to wear a mask. I mean, it's, go ahead. For, uh, for people who have spoken up and said, it's a breathing thing uh, of whatever it is like this. This wasn't for you. Like if you were to walk into Menards, I'll use the example from my Facebook page. Mom said her son is autistic and he's just not having the thing. Oh. If you're going to, if, if somebody stops you at Menards, no one's going to give you a problem. If you were, if you were genuinely in that situation, it's, it's for the reckless and indignant people. And for people like me who are not that, but just want to make sure that we're doing the responsible thing. I, so that was like the main argument. Like, and she wasn't the only one. Like, team her. Like, she had a lot of people was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, rev- revolt, revolution. <laughs> so I was like, oh god, these people are stupid. So, anyways, so she, n- not she, someone on her thing was like, well, what if I can't breathe? I said, then you should not bring in your ass outside. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you should take your breathing treatment. But then she was like, well, she. I keep referring she. But then someone was like, yeah. well. Yeah, they, them, they were like, well, if I walk around, I have trouble breathing. And I was just like, and I didn't say this, but I was like, as someone who wears a mask, I walk all the time. You know what you do when you can't breathe? You bring that bitch down for like 2.5 seconds, taking a big gulp of air and put it back up. It's mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, yes, you have a mask on, but no one's tell, not telling you to just flip it down, breathe in your nose. And, like, it's just these people, they're like finding these little arguments and like, I can't wear a mask because I can't breathe. Then the first thing on your brain, you need to follow up with your doctor and figure out why you can't <laughs> breathe yeah. over a thin piece of fabric. I mean, that was what I, I it was like I had I had jumped onto that, to the uh, feed, Eric, that you had yesterday a little later. I think I was, there was like 12 comments already. And I was just like, are you kidding? Like, we are discussing the health and safety of ourselves and others and somehow we've gotten into civil liberty violations ada compliance like bullying i just like (laughs) there was one there was one comment there was one lady who commented i don't know who she is i won't i won't talk about her but she's like okay well you wear a mask you don't wear a mask who cares i'm like i care lady there's a lot of people that care like she's like it's no big deal if somebody doesn't want to wear a mask they don't deserve to be bullied i said um (laughs) It's not just about wear one or not wear one. If you're not wearing one and you should be, like you are putting my health and other people's health at risk. If you like, if, if I, if you were, if this wasn't any coronavirus, right. And somebody was standing in front of me and they had, I don't know, like they had some disease that was, that you could contract and they decided to just cough right in my face. I might slap them. You know what I mean? That's what so Dr. Like, Acton said yesterday. She, so it's, she's like, go ahead. It, we 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 cover our mouths when we cough or when we sneeze. Why not with with this? But, well, right. it, it 
it's like it's like this is not this is if this was any other time and somebody had put you at risk or your mother or your elderly mother or your daughter at risk you would literally want to physically hurt them and so i i view it the same like you're just being defiant so you're choosing to put us at risk and it's and it's pissing people off like it's I, not it's, it's not that simple Again, my theory was, I think people there are the indignant who just don't want to be told what to do. We're always going to have that. And then people are just weary and fatigued, so they're going to nitpick arguments. But really, if you, we've already mentioned that this is a small inconvenience. Somebody, somebody, it might have been Melissa Andrews who sent me this meme, or somebody did. Like, you driving around with your mask in your car alone is like you sitting in a bed with a condom on. Listen, listen. Um, but when, like, I'm going to go to Monette's today, and I'm going to put the mask on because I leave it in my car, and it it's uncomfortable. Even though Floyd, it is a very cool DC mask. Thank you. It's a little, You're welcome. It's a little tight for my head though, but it's fine. So for ten minutes, I will feel something unusual, and then I'll take it off. And then the other thing is, you could really spin this and go. They're telling us to wear masks so we can get back to some semblance of normal. You want to you want to do things you were doing eight weeks ago. Put it on. This allows you to do that. And and if you're going out and wearing a mask, it's it's still helping flatten the curve. Like you're not spreading. And right. also another thing is like when you have chicken pox, you know not to go out. Right. Like right. you know what I mean? Like it's just these things. You know that if you have a normal flu, not to go out. Why is this one who is hit, that is proven to kill people? Proven to like not even if it doesn't kill you, it knocks you out for a good freaking two weeks and hyper yeah. contagious <laughs> so like yeah what what is different between this and you having the sniffles and calling off work because yeah. you've decided you don't want to go to work because uh i have a slight cough today like you know what i mean like it this is treat this like you would a common cold treat this like you would a flu treat this like you would even smallpox or measles remember when measles happened and no one did anything like oh i think i have measles i think i might stay home now we have like COVID-19, Corona, people are just like, well, now I want to do backflips, skips, and I'm going to cough on everything. So where do, you, where do you guys stand in Eric? Sorry if I'm asking this question. No, but where do, you, where do you guys stand on some of the stores that um, aren't allowing children under the age of 16? I just found out about this. I, I, this I is my first time hearing of it. Yeah, I, I, don't, oh. I, I, don't, I don't mind. Somebody said Menards doesn't even allow kids. I didn't know that this was a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm ambivalent. I, I have no opinion. I mean, some some parents, you know, they got to take their kids with them to, to run an errand. Totally raising my hand right now, like you guys can see me. <laughs> well, I'm saying, I have as, an opinion. <laughs> so, as someone who works in retail, I would we we would never do this because we're just that store. But I wouldn't mind it, especially with the times being and some no no shade. Teenagers are gross and annoying. I used to be one. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, not only were they like, like, trying to do everything for the TikTok and everything, but, like, if they're not being productive inside of a store, don't come in. Well, are you saying, like, a mom brings, like, their, their eight-year-old Alex? Yeah. Like, there was and – I, and I say that because, obviously, there was, a, there was a video that went viral, and, and it was Menards again. I think it was in Columbus. Um, a lady was recording – how Menards reacted to her when she tried to bring in her three kids that looked like they were all under the age of 10. And he's so she, like, ma'am, we, it's our policy right now that your kids can't come in the store. You're discriminating against me. And it's hand like, up again. <laughs> so, so, she, so she knew the policy. She and knew. She had, yeah, she was, so, and, yeah. but she had it prepared to record. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like this she is what we, went, 
she started recording when she went back to her car to get her kids. And she's like, okay, we're going to see how this goes. Come on, kids. That is what I like to call attention-seeking behavior. And Uh you know what? I would also tell her, you know our policy, so why'd you go get your damn kids anyway? Now you are making something out of nothing, ma'am. And I hope this backfired, and I hope she got backlash. The the Menards worker, like, you could see how enraged he was. Like, you could tell this had been going on for a while because she's like, so where am I supposed to go? He's like, ma'am, I don't care, and I yeah. don't know. Amazon. <laughs> it, it, it sucks. It, and, and this is always the case. There there are laws and there are rules for the mine for the minority and i don't mean like the minority individual it's it most people are in this in these situations are, are decent law-abiding rule-abiding people but it's the people like that that there are rules for again if a mom comes in with if, my, if a mom has to go to target i don't or, or any store that doesn't allow kids and she tells somebody at the front door who is probably no this is not some authoritarian manager or anything like that. And you go, look, we've been out of the house for two weeks. Nobody can run the errands for us. We'll be in and out. They're not going to give you a hard time. Yeah. How, but how does that make you look like as a parent? Knowing damn well there's our rules, re- regulations, and guidelines for the safety and health of people and your children, by the way. Mm-hmm. How does that make you look as a parent? I mean... I like I feel like I can understand I don't understand the arguments like this woman um, the woman that I was referring to but I understand you know some of those parents who legitimately don't have any other option because they may not have somebody to watch their kids but I also am in favor of some of those parents who can sit back and reflect and say you know what yes like my kid like my kid could be could pose a risk because they likely won't wear their mask or they're a little rambunctious and want to run all over the store. And that's not what we need right now. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like those, I mean, those people are, they're aware, they're respectful. It's just the idiots here. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. again, I mean, if, if you're not coming with some kind of malice or some kind of uh, ulterior motive to make a video again, if you just explain something to someone, there's, uh, there's a asthma issue. The kid's autistic. I, I I literally cannot find anyone. My my babysitter got COVID. We had to come. I, I didn't want to leave them in the car. If you're reasonable with somebody, they'll be reasonable with you. And also, it's one of those situations. Like if you know, like I I used to work at a school for autism. It's if you know that there's certain things that trigger your child because you know your child better than. An employee does, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. why would you run that risk of going to a big store? It's I'm sure it's something you could probably wait for, or maybe find at a smaller store, or like you said earlier, um, Eric, and just talking, maybe it's something on Amazon you can just wait for. Yeah. Like, because in, in that situation, you're putting your child in an uncomfortable situation as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to change gears just a little bit, uh, the press conference yesterday wasn't so exciting because we're a couple days removed from the uh, the reopening guidelines. But they did talk a lot about um, the mask stuff, and, and Dr. Acton has said something yet again that I I, w- I mean I, I just she's my president, she's my girl, I, I adore her, <laughs> and she said something I've been thinking of for quite some time. And Floyd, you know that I am often not he- I'm not often hesitant to, to speak my mind here, but I haven't in this case because there seem to be so many people who are upset that a special day for them this year has been disrupted. Uh, interminably by by the by the pandemic, and and she said, "Look, your graduation is going to be unique Uh-oh. and different, and maybe innovative." Yeah. Like, and and I I put the Facebook post up. 
No one has ever once asked me about my graduation. But you know what? Years down the road, when people find out that you graduated this year, uh, you had a, a you had a 21st birthday this year, you had a, a wedding or a special anniversary, they're going to sit down with their, their chin in their hand and go, I want to hear how awesome it was and how you got through it. And they will love hearing your story. This is an opportunity to be creative and clever. And it's not about the... I'm not encouraging the, I could do better than that. I want to go viral culture. It's just about being creative and making the most of the opportunity. I'm a drunk. I thought you were talking about Cinco de Mayo. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what are we disrupting? What? I was like, yeah, no. people are mad about Cinco de Mayo. But then you said graduation. I said, ooh, Floyd, get your mind out the bottle. Okay. No, that's what I was thinking of, too, because I'm like, oh, people are probably complaining about Cinco de Mayo no, already. For, I thought the same thing, yeah. For weeks, it's been... You know, focus on, on, on the students and the seniors. And, yeah, it sucks that they've lost. I mean, they'll never get the opportunity to play their spring sports seasons ever again. But I wasn't having, you know, the prom or or the graduation nonsense. And I get it. The, the teenage emotions are, are like roller coasters. But 10 years from now, um, you, they, you and they will look back and, and they'll love telling the story about how they had a drive-by graduation. Delta <laughs> is doing a, a graduation at the Field of Dreams drive-in. You're going to have unique stories that no one else in history will have. Yeah. And, and I get it. I embrace the unique and, and the different and the idiosyncrasies of myself. But I, I think there is a positive way to look at what, what you don't have your prom you know what? It's an opportunity for your friends and your family members to give you a unique experience that no one else has and embrace yeah. it. And if you're a senior who like downloads the podcast or just randomly listening, or if you enjoy us, I, I guarantee you when you turn 20 or 21 or maybe even 19, you're not going to remember. Like it's, I know it seems important now. Like I even right. said this, the other, was it yesterday, Eric? I was like, if you asked me right now, if I had a choice to give you my diploma from high school or jump off the high level bridge Drive me to the high-level bridge. I don't even know where my high school diploma is. Like, yeah. it was just, you know, I agree. I agree. I think it'll be extremely memorable because there really wasn't anything memorable about my my graduation. And it's like, I understand that I got to walk this stage, you know, but it really wasn't that spectacular. Now, prom, I had a good time. I still remember that. Like, I get that the, that moment is going to be gone, but, like, you will have more opportunities like it. It, you know, it's, it's all right. It's all right. Maybe... You know, I've seen that there have been virtual proms um, of all different kinds. And again, I just there's and there's a million different scenarios. But I think about a, a high school senior this year, and let's say right. let's say a, a senior that graduated in 2018, and in you know 12 years, you're all hanging out at a bar together, and uh, you meet somebody, and, and and the topic of proms or graduations comes up. Um, and somebody says, yeah, I graduated in 2018, walked the stage. It was a great accomplishment. And then the person next to them says, I, I, yeah, I graduated and supposed to in, in 2020. And that person who was inquiring will go, Tell, how, how did you manage it? How is it different? And that story will be a lot more memorable than the person that graduated that just walked the stage like you just described, Alex. Mm-hmm. And, to, and to elaborate on that, because I know we're going to wrap up real quick. Now, I didn't do, go to mine, but can you imagine the class of 2020's 10-year reunion? They're gonna go balls deep. Yeah, like they're gonna they're gonna wild out at their ten year reunion. They're gonna be like, remember ten years ago when we get to do this shit? Like you know what I mean? Right. And you're gonna be legal. You're gonna be illegal age to drink. You're gonna be. You yeah. know what I mean? You're gonna have families. Like you're gonna have that reminiscing moment in ten years that a lot of us who had ten year reunions, like I didn't go, 
took for granted. Like I was like, I don't want to go. Whatever. I didn't. I didn't even care for my graduation when it happened Flint, in two thousand one. I think you're 10,000% right. I, I hadn't even considered that the party and festivities that, right. you're, that you're missing now will be like New Year's Eve 2000 in right. 10 years, in 25 yeah. years, because you'll have the party and excitement and celebration that you didn't during the year. You're 1,000% you're right. Maybe it'll be funded by the school. Like maybe they'll be like, listen, we put this money aside for you. <laughs> right. You're well. You're welcome. And you know, Half the graduates now are going to be married in like six years anyway. So it's like, boom, wedding dress, tux, you wear it. Yeah, there's your moment. Enjoy it. What yeah, else? I, guys, what else? Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, no. I was going to say like, that's just, I, it sounds, we sound so like just brushing it <laughs> off because we've been through it. Like, you know, how insensitive, brush it off. <laughs> you know, like we, I, and I think about it, like, we sound so insensitive, but like we, we've lived the real world. We're adults. We know how it works. But for these kids, we don't get me wrong. I understand the importance of like, man, I did calculus three. I'm going to, I want to do my valedictorian speech, but like, I guarantee you, I know it sounds very insensitive for, to hear old people. Cause I'm sure there's like Ugh, old people. You'll never understand. Trust me. I was that old person 19 years ago. Like I was like, Ugh, old people, what do you know? But I promise you, you ha you did make an accomplishment this year just because you didn't have that celebration for it. Don't let that any of this be taken away from you. Um, I've been texting Casey during, during this, uh, and she's still not, she's not going back to work for, uh, till June or so, but the mall is uh -huh. opening on the 12th. And Floyd, I think this goes back to the first, huh? <laughs> goes back to what you, you keep bringing up. Like this, I, I foresee quite a challenge to keep it open and to remain profitable. Yeah. Oh, look at me. I got to look for my work clothes. I don't even know where they are. So with the mall <laughs> opening, that's just the mall. That doesn't guarantee that the stores are going to open, right? Like they still have their own rights to be open or not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, and uh, our mall is different than a lot of malls because they're, they're privately owned. It's not a, uh, a public company so that they function a, a little differently. Um, and what I read, I was surprised to read that they were open. Cause again, I keep going back to what Floyd's saying, like, is it worth it financially for you to be open? Or is this electricity bill going to drive you deeper into debt? But the food right. court unsurpri unsurprisingly will not be open. They're going to tape it off. Um, I guess there will be stickers in there. I, I just bring up what, what I talked about yesterday. Um, I wonder how hard it will be to police on the weekends and, the hours will be reduced. Mm -hmm. How yeah. hard is it going to be to police kids and social distancing? Well, I mm -hmm. will say this. Um, I got an email from our CEO. I'm sure it was a forward email talking about um, as they prepare to start opening. And I was like, mm, I don't think this replies to Toledo people. But use this information. JCPenney owns their building in Toledo as all the other ones rent and lease. Right. Mm -hmm. So that that's like an interesting thing, too. So as far as I understand... Even though they're connected to the mall, JCPenney can do whatever they want because they own that building. From what I understood from the group message that we we're all in, well, I'm sure. But I'm not. I'm not sure. Talent. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. To, I. I. I would like to go just to see what's happening in there, and you know, if this store is open, but that one's not. Like the, the Apple Store is the most popular store in the mall. Will mm -hmm. Will Apple stores open back up? I'm. I'm curious. I'm. I'm actually quite surprised uh, that the mall is open now. Uh, Levis Commons will open as well. That's a little easier to see because th that's an outdoor facility. Right. But um, I guess uh, if you're a, if you're a mall walker, this makes you happy, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the 
I think that's, I think the mall is opening because it's a representation of potentially financial constraints that they're in. So I think that, I think that it's very clear who's opening because they need to, like they're in Mm -hmm. dire need to and, and who's not really. But, um, I think that they have to be careful because I think that there's no, even if like say the Apple store opened and they wanted, they were only allowing a certain number of people in the store at a time. Those people waiting still had to be like, they still have to wait in the, you know, in that area of the mall. So there's no way to keep your appropriate distance. I don't know how this is going to work. Like, I just don't, I don't see, I understand it from a financial perspective. Cause I feel like there's already so many stores that are, that were like slated to be closed. Even Macy's, mm-hmm. isn't Macy's supposed to be closing at some point? I think, um, I, I mean, it's, they filed bankruptcy, but it, it didn't affect uh, the one in Toledo. Oh, okay. So, you know, I feel like, you know, our mall, like they still have to make sure they're getting rent from some of these stores. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. even know. I know I can guarantee that's an issue right now. Like some of the stores not paying them rent right now because they're not, they don't have an, they don't have an income. Um, So, oh, geez. Yeah. Interesting. All this has been, that's one way I've managed to remain. I've kept from getting ultra bored. Like, how life is changing, how it will change, reading about how it could change and, and all this stuff and how and when sports might come back. It's, it's kind of been fascinating to me because, again, you know, nobody's ever – this is a once-a-generation kind of thing, once-in-a-lifetime mm. maybe. Alex, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your thing yet? No. Okay. Did anybody watch the Fresh Prince? What thing? You can't say this now I'm on eight- – Tell, text me later, Alex. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Have to, they don't have to go over text. Uh, there was a Fresh Prince reunion yesterday. Um, there was? Yeah, Will Smith does some some things, and he got everybody together on Snapchat, and I think he put some of this on YouTube, but the the whole cast was there, obviously, with the exception of um, James Uncle Avery. Phil. Yeah, because he's dead. Wait, was it Dark Aunt Viv or Light Aunt Viv? Because Dark I, Aunt Viv does not like Will Smith. I, I think it's probably Light Aunt Viv. <laughs> yeah, but they, they were all there. And uh, I think uh, Jesse Jeff was was there, and I think he might have been dealing with some kind of virus-related issue. Um, mentioned something along the lines of like, if you're going to do this show, you've got to go. You've got to be Will Will Smith. You can't be, you know, Frank James or whatever. It's got to be Will Smith. So it was kind of neat to see them all back together. How did Tatiana Lee age? She was like my Hollywood girl crush. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't uh, see enough of her or her at all. But no, I. Aww. She's still my crush, and I. I bet she's aged like a princess. Like a princess. You guys. Aww. You guys gonna do some throwback? Yeah. Hold on. I'll, I'll, can I? Do I have that? Back to when Major Magics and the Southwick Mall were things. The Mud Hens weren't downtown, and neither were you. And the storm played on the east side. It's time for a throwback Thursday with the morning reboot on Q105. I should change that. because. Uh, Did I tell you, sorry, that I saw them live? Color Me Bad at the 90s tour with TLC, and there's only three of them left. And the one looked like he ate the other member. He was so gigantic. And I'm a big person, so I could say it. He was huge. I remember that. I re- yeah, didn't the one, there was some kind of, you mentioned some kind of falling out the one had or whatever. He was in jail. Yeah, they talked about it on stage. I was oh like, I don't.
think you're allowed to talk about this, but they still sound good. But their dance, their 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 dance moves were a little slow, if you know what I mean. Um, that's why Backstreet will be able to perform and do concerts forever, um, because they weren't dance, they weren't the dancers that NSYNC was, right? And they genuinely like each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but do you think like nobody's gonna expect NSYNC to come out with the dance moves? Like I certainly right. am gonna be happy with you sitting on a stool. Singing ballads the whole time. Well, to Floyd's point, I would point, be satisfied. Floyd's point, they're not getting back together. So, I mean, maybe you'll be able to get Chris Kirkpatrick and a couple other dudes to. Uh, <laughs> he but, like you know. <laughs> I know we got to do a, a throwback, but can we talk about how we as Americans allowed him to be a Caucasian male to wear male to wear weave braids, and none of us batted an eye. Who did that? Chris Kirkpatrick from Instinct. He had weave braids. He did. And you know what? We freaking loved him for it. We were like, do you? You don't do anything in this group except hit the high notes. And where we. I w- the last thing I will say, and this is from experience, the Spice Girls, like, you can clearly tell when they had certain parts in their show where they were getting arrested. Like, this was the part where they were where the <laughs> they were using their stage props to sit down and they made it look like it was planned that way. But right. they were actually resting. <laughs> So funny! It was hilarious. Are you talking about the one that you went to a couple of falls ago? It was like it's almost a year ago. Yeah, no, you a long time. Um, okay, uh, so uh, inspired by Beyonce's feature on on the Savage track, uh, pop songs with with the features. Feature. All right, all right. Um, your your name is how you'll buzz in. Okay, right. okay. Here we go. Floyd. Floyd? Bad blood. Kendrick Lamar, Taylor Swift. Not bad. I would not have gotten that. Jeez. Hold on. Let me turn my volume up. Like, <laughs> do her volume. I'm so done with her. <laughs> turn, me up in, turn me up in the headphones. <laughs> Floyd. Floyd. Shakira and Wyclef Jean. Hips yeah. don't lie. It, <laughs> Next up. Are you ready? Are you ready? Floyd. Alex. Fergie and uh, a big girl's uh, old glamorous. No, no, no. Floyd, you got anything? This Oh, it's Floyd and Ludacris. Glamorous. Floyd and Ludacris. Glamorous. That's a Floyd and Ludacris. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's you know a lot of names here. Yeah, for uh, Fergie and Ludacris. That's my favorite. I'll give that to you, Alex. I'll give it to you. <laughs> That's I didn't what, know Ludacris was in it. Yeah, yeah. That's my uh, favorite song of hers, and I don't really have favorite Fergie songs. Oh, you don't like Clumsy? <laughs> London, London Bridge, y'all. Oh, I love that song. Next up. Floyd. Alex. Floyd. That is oh. Destiny's Child featuring T.I., Lil Wayne, Soldier. Come on, man. We said that at the same time. Hey, Alex. What? Weezy F baby, please save the baby. <laughs> oh, that's the grossest lyric. Oh. Next up. Ooh. Alex. Alex. Mike Posner? No. No, oh, this is this is Kevin Little and um Flowrider, no? Oh, oh, Alex. Alex. This is Little Wayne and Oh, you're oh. right. All right, uh, that's Kevin Rudolph and Kevin Lil, Rudolph and Damn Lil it. Wayne. Let it rock. Oh, that's a good song. That is yeah. a good song. Next, next up. Oh man. 
Okay. Okay. This is something I would have loved oh. to. Oh, Floyd. This is that this is that rape song. This is a Enrique Iglesias featuring. Oh, what's the rapper? Is it Ludacris? Yeah. Tonight I'm loving you. This this song was so important. Excuse me for using the R word, people. If you're listening. So listen. Um, that I song is so inappropriate. Two to this song in spring break. Wait, what? Spring break. So my girlfriends and I would go down to Myrtle Beach every year for spring break because we couldn't afford to do like the Cancun or Miami thing. Mm-hmm. And I used to love Enrique Iglesias, and I danced on a table to this song in Myrtle Beach at Senior Frogs. If this song came out today and age, people would have an uproar. <laughs> Can I just tell you, like, even I, in my social consciousness, like, when this song came out, even though I danced and sang it at the top of my lungs at Brett's, I was like, "Can you ask her permission first? I, I think it was. I, I think, like, cons- you know what I mean? Like, boy, I think, I think the consent was already there that they were in a relationship, and that's our next throwback theme: songs that don't give consent. Like, oh, that's a good one. Songs that can't be played now nowadays. That should be our next one. Floyd, you know I have my list of songs that I wish we could do the the dirty edits of and play over there. That's one of them because it's just it's it's just so good to hear. Yeah, we should do that next Thursday, Alex. Not even a throwback. Like we should all come up with a list of three songs that they, that cannot be released today without people having an uproar. We should. And then the next throwback theme can be songs that we want to hear when we're done with the when we're able to go back. So like. Old school so- songs, good songs that we want to hear when we go back to the club. To you, the can listen, you can listen to them now if you want. You know what I mean. <laughs> All right, next up. Alex. Oh, Alex. Baby, I'm worth it. I don't know the rapper. Really? No, okay, I got it. Floyd? That's Fifth Harmony. Is that, oh, is it Tyga? No, Ty no. Dollar Sign. No. Oh, I'm all off. Uh, Fifth Harmony, Worth It with Kid Ink. Oh, we were way off, girl. I like Kid Ink. <laughs> all right, next up. Oh, this is Floyd. Floyd. This is Will of Four. You, you there's, no fe- there's no rapper in it. Yeah, there is. Oh, I don't know the guy. Yeah, neither do I. Willow, 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 what you want, what you want. Remember that part? We'll just call him Big Pun. He was in every rap back in the day. Who uh, was it? That's Willa Ford. I want to be bad. Yeah, I don't know who the who the dude in the song is, though. It's kind of like the <laughs> same guy. Floyd, remember Soul Decision Faded? Come on, Kitty. Oh, my God. That was, a, that was a good rap. Next up. Alex. Alex. My love, Justin Timberlake, and... Is it T.I.? Yes. You right. I, was, I couldn't figure it out. Finally, Alex got You were going to say Timberlake, weren't you? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Next up. Alex. Alex. Enrique Iglesias, I like it, featuring... Is that Ludacris? No. Floyd? Oh, oh, Pitbull. Uh, yes. Pitbull. Yeah. I was like, I was not an Enrique. I told I only, you, Enrique was my boy. <laughs> I only know Baila Mos. <laughs> Baila Mos. I know. I, I like oh, it. and the song for 9-11. Hero? Yes, that song. Uh, I, I I like almost all Enrique releases. Me I'm a, too. I'm, I'm an Enrique diehard or a stan. Uh, Me too. Ne- next up. Oh wait, no, no, no. Oh Floyd. Floyd. That's American Boy, Estelle and Kanye West. Yeah. Ugh. Why ugh? I was about to get that. 
I was. He's... Don't judge me. This is a good song. This is number one champion sound. Yeah, Estelle, we about to get down. Yeah. I miss that, Kanye. Whatever happened to Estelle? She had, like, two minor hits after that, too. She's, like... She was on something recently with Melanie Fiona. They're like oh. girlfriends. That's some good Neil Soul right there. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple more here. Uh, this one's an easy one. Floyd. Floyd. That's Katy Perry and Snoop Dogger Dogg. That's California Girls. Yeah, that was an easy one. Do you guys know I made my own ring light last night? I saw that. Is it? I made my own for eighteen dollars. What? What's a ring light? You know those lights that all the influencers have in their videos? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like $150 online, but I made mine for $18. I literally thought you were talking about those doorbell things. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why would he do that? I thought you meant something like a cock ring light or something. No, those are called cock rings. What is that noise? That's not me. Wow, that was wild. Alex, it's like your laugh set off some kind of alarm or feedback. Uh, <laughs> la- last one, and we can I guess we could talk about this and, and what came of this and drama around it. Here we go. Floyd. Floyd. <gasps> that is Rihanna featuring Jay-Z. Umbrella. Yeah. Well, uh, was there stuff happening with them? Who? I don't think so. Okay, because I know that was a time when people were like, Jay-Z's hooking up with Rihanna. Oh, that was like the big rumor because yeah. then Beyonce after that after that collaboration came out with some song about her man cheating, but we were kind of just like It wasn't Rihanna, it was Becky with the good hair. Yeah, and Rihanna does not have good hair. She got good full hair. <laughs> that, that this that was around the Sasha Fierce time, but there was definitely yeah. some thing that uh, cuz I think at that point in time Jay-Z was doing a lot of things with Rihanna to get her career yeah. to another oh, level and it did. So, I mean, people just made the obvious and they only ever stuff. do it with female artists, like yeah. Hush. What do you mean? Well, well they, they only, only pin they female only artists against, against yeah. yeah, against female artists. Like, ooh, do you think that Beyonce wrote this song about Rihanna and Jay Z's relationship? Like, they like. I think it was either Lil Kim or like Nicki Minaj. They said it the most. So like, a dude can go out there and sleep with every girl in the world, and he's a boss. Mm-hmm. A girl goes out there and does the same thing, and she's a slut or a hoe. Like oh. it's like they don't do that with men, it's, and I never understood that. Even before I, think- I even knew the the verbiage for it, I was like, why do they always pin women against women? Because there's like I think Kanye made a song about Amber Rose, like a like a dis, kind of like a diss rap about yeah. her. And Big Sean talked about um, whatever that girl from Glee was and how crazy she was. In words in Paris is the song you're thinking about. Oh, right. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, but it's not, but you're right. Like it's not, it's not a thing. Sorry. We just got real, real woke for you, Eric. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I, just, I just, I've always, I've never embraced those stereotypes. Do, do what you want and whatever. And, that, and, and I, that's why I, that's why I feel everything. And you have the right mindset, but it's just like, even the blogs, even like if you go back to old, I used to, subscribe to Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone would always be so biased with like women versus women musicians and men. Like a man, a man can collaborate with another man and there'll be no drama. Like but right. you have a female artist collaborate with another female artist and it's all hell on set. Um Alex stormed off while Floyd was singing his verse. You know what I mean? Like it's just 
This is stupid. Well, things except have, things there have was God, Alex. There was a men's group that had formed in I would say 2010 or 2011, and they broke up very quickly because they could not get along, and it was tragic. Do you remember who it was? I need a hint. Have you ever heard of the group TGT? No. No. Oh. What the hell oh is a TGT? This is, this is R&B. Like, this is so for you R&B people. Tank, Genuine, and Tyree oh, wow. formed a group. <laughs> they is that, is that a like group. the new LSG? Flood, I know you know they, what that is. It was. <laughs> they, they formed a group, and I want to say it was in, like, 2009, <laughs> between like 2009 and 2011, and they made some good music because I know for a fact and they broke up because they were too, too there was too many divas in one group. I and say, it was a you, shame. You, you <laughs> named the top three male divas in <laughs> one group. A, like once you shame. said Genuine and Tyrese, I was like, oh, this sounds like nothing but like an ill fated girl group. <laughs> it was a shame because the album was so good. Like the music they produced, I feel like it was so good. I had some good nights because of some of that music and they like broke up and I was really sad. I, I like I, I like I like some Tank song Maybe I Deserve and some other things but I, I've always loved Tyrese and every time he's trending or tweeting I'm like dude just shut your mouth. Like he, yeah. he, could, he, yeah. could, he really yeah. could have been an A-list star but he drank the he Johnny turned into Depp. Jody. He turned into Jody. <laughs> he did, in real not life. baby boy don't you do it. <laughs> he turned into Jody. In real he, life. There's Tyrese photoshopping himself into another Green Lantern costume. Um, he drank that Amber Heard Johnny Depp juice, like not not like domestic violence type stuff, but like his social media life has preceded him. And like I'm with you, Eric. I'm like anytime, like they're like, did you see the Tyrese video? I'm like, no. What is he bitching about now? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, B2K didn't B2K have the same thing oh let me tell you B2K that story is so delicious so you know how Alex had her like whatever that group was called that was my first concert TGT TGT listen mm-hmm. I love B2K like all too. of them but Mr. Man slept with one dude's wife and got her pregnant but then she pawned it off as Omarion's child let me tell you love and hip hop I don't watch that show but I totally watched that episode Oh, it's so good. Yeah, they all hate each no, other to answer your question. But the original B2K group, they broke up because wasn't there some alleged, like, a sexual assault? Lou Pearlman. A, there was a sexual assault on one of the band members mm-hmm. from their manager. And and it was like it that drama had, like, came forward, and then all of a sudden they just kind of fizzled out. Yep. Wasn't they one don't of talk na- about that. Wasn't one of their names Little Fizz? Yeah, Little Fizz, Omarion, B Raz. I can keep going. That's so funny. <laughs> he was, it was Raz B. Thank you very Raz much. Raz B. Oh, sorry, yeah. Raz B. My bad. Listen, I'm a, I'm a fan. Okay. Okay, TGY. They had the, <laughs> they had those, they had uh, bump bump up, and then uh huh. And I don't know when he, I don't know, I don't know when Lou Pearlman died, but I remember that I had heard some things because. When I lived in Orlando in 02 and 03, there there were some things, and it was like the peak of the boy band era that he helped usher in. And when I lived in Orlando, and even when I would check in with friends afterwards, um, and that was his that was his hometown, Lou Pearlman and all those boy bands and stuff. Um, when I would ask people about them, they would just nod their head. So it was all true, and I I don't think too many people were upset when he died. So, you know, because I'm a bowl of useless information. You know, I'm a huge O-Town fan. I watched the first season of Making the Band. 
you know how like he you know how he got exposed right of like his wrongdoings how do you guys remember making the band or o-town at all yeah yeah of course originally dan wasn't in the group it was kaika and Ikaika, who's from Hawaii, called out Lou Pearlman about like being very inappropriate in the studio. But then all of a sudden, in season two of Making the Band, Ikaika was gone, and then Dan was there. And then come to find out in a Rolling Stone magazine article, Ikaika said that he got kicked off of Making the Band because he was speaking out against Lou Pearlman. Because keep in mind... Lou the whistle. He was a whistleblower, but keep in mind, at that time, with all the boy bands, as Eric just said, like the peak hike of it... Lou Pearlman was someone you wanted to work with if you yeah. wanted to be a boy band. Like he had yeah. the money, the experience, and the resources to be like, yeah, I can make you a star. You just had yeah, to let him did. suck your dick. Yeah. He's like the scooter. Isn't Scooter Braun the troublemaker now? Like, or is he a producer? Not, he, he's not, not in that way. Not in that no. way. No. Uh, I think he's just a very good businessman. And when you're yeah. when you're a good businessman, you're going to make enemies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, here's my uh, O-Town story from those days, uh, Floyd. I, and I don't know if I had told you this or mentioned this on the air. So I was working at uh, 93.1 DRQ in Detroit at the time. Mm-hmm. It was like 01 or so, maybe even 2000. And we had O-Town coming to the Southfield Movie Theater. Actually, it was a movie theater. It was like a, like a movie complex. Um, there was like some shops in there. There was an ice cream shop. There was a restaurant attached to it. And they were doing a morning invite only performance mm-hmm. um, at, at like nine o'clock and I was you know still young at the time and they needed uh you know some extra hands to help out and promotion people and that was me and uh you know I was talking to the guys they were all they were very nice and I'm like who are you or I was thinking who are you mm-hmm. and he introduced himself he's like my name's because Dan was the dark haired one right yeah he was the one he was added in like the season finale of season two we're like who the hell is this guy and he, yeah. he was like the least boy band looking of all of them. He looked like, you know, one of my friends that I play basketball with. Yeah. But I, I, he introduced himself and I, I kind of looked at him and he's like, I'm not on the show yet. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. See, see, as, as someone who watched that show religiously is like, who the hell are you? And then like, honestly, and I remember it because it came on TGIF and like, they're like, I the, it like even had a disclaimer. I was like, due to unforeseen for- circumstances, Ikaika has decided to leave O-Town. And we're like, what? Because everyone loved him. He was like the heartthrob. And they're like, introducing Dan! And we're like, who the hell is Dan? And why does he look like a skateboarder? This is not what we want. But then come to find out, we ended up liking him by the end of season two. He was very likable. Uh, Floyd, what time's your doctor appointment? One o'clock. Good luck. Alex, are you you back at the the office? I'm going to, now, so I went yesterday. I'm going to go like every other day. So I'm going to stay here today and get some stuff done. And yeah, in that, and I'll go tomorrow. It was really helpful actually going yesterday. So I was glad I did it. Yeah, doing the same thing every day is not a not a good headspace to be in. You got to break it up. I, I mean, I was literally crying the other day. I was just like, <laughs> something's got to give. And so I changed it up a little bit and it helped. Now you need to text Floyd about uh, that thing that you didn't want to talk about. Oh, I did. That's, okay. that's why I said earlier, I went, oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a good Thursday. Um, we'll, uh, we'll be in touch. Bye. 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 Bye.